We come in peace? You come almost as popsicles. Welcome to Mining Camp 0696977969. Nice. What brings you to our plane? How do I explain this without sounding like an idiot? Uh, we want to resurrect the dead. Do tell me how you're going to get them back. I'm very curious. There's something that I want there. There's something that you want, maybe, there. And it could be beneficial if we work together. Basically, what I'm saying is I'm going the same direction that you are. You have a time frame to where her remains will be significantly more difficult to acquiesce. Meaning, they could be on the move. Yeah, that sounds about right. Welcome back to the Odd Campaign. This is Season 3, Episode 31. We're at the heist, ladies and gentlemen. So real quick, before we dive right back into things, give me a good old one-two sound off and tell me who you are, all my lovely players. Hello, everyone. My name is Daniel, and I play Daniel because I'm original. Daniel. 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 You know, I was thinking about that last night. (laughs) We, We literally keep him awake at night. Yes. Yes, you do. But yeah, I am the resident cleric and healer of the group. Uh, and today I am doing my best Tom Cruise impression just without the Scientology. And I'm Mohit. I play Sal slash Ash. Um, Sal slash Ash, whichever one you prefer, is uh, the resident screw up of the group. Um, a bard, one of the coolest bards around, likes to keep people happy with music has a loose now, which is uh, very cool. It digs holes. That's very impressive. Um, yeah, hopefully Sal will be of use this time. The, the loot of one note? Yes, the loot of one hey, note. You can play literally one note? Yes. Okay. Not like my character, which is very three-dimensional. Hello, and I am Emily, also known as Snow, and today I am going to be covering as Asira Maria Elena de Umbra Draconia, and you better say it right or we're going to have a problem. So, I'm, I'm Wilson. I, I am the resident cavalier and the person that forgets that scary lady's name and she won't stop staring at me. Uh, but me and Angus are here, so uh, hopefully all will go well and we can get Elias back. Without further ado, I am Quentin, your GM. And when last we left off, your entire party found themselves in a self-driving carriage. Uh, not powered, but unfortunately, by, like, AI cameras and, like, solar energy. Uh, instead, this is guided by some form of magical source. And this is the carriage of Miss Asira Draconi, which is currently taking you to your targeted destination of her brother Kyarlov's manor. You all find yourselves in here. Hey, how's it going, Daniel? 
Um, so how are we going to get into this place without being detected and immediately killed? We dig holes now. We just go around. Oh, don't you think they'll, like, sense that? Not if we do it strategically. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, the, the main thing I am referring to is we just met Desiriacs, which seem to be tunnel diggers, and they seem to have very keen sound sensing abilities. Mm. So if we're moving, like, a lot of earth, don't you think they'd literally hear us coming? Ah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. All righty. I mean, it could work. They, there could be no Desiriacs working for I mean, them. like, if they're all digging tunnels, then, like, how are they going to distinguish what we sound like? I mean, I don't, I don't think these ones were digging tunnels. I'm pretty sure they were, like, filtering through corpses and oh, sacrificing okay. them to liches. Well, uh, do you got any bright ideas there, Wilson? We all pretend to be dead bodies. That is probably the dumbest idea I've heard. Then nope, we get thrown right. in, and then we get sorted, 100%. And, then, and then we're with all the other bodies, and we can check to see if we find a list. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm, I'm with Wilson. The only thing is, is if anyone's smart enough to check if we're breathing or check our pulse, our hover's totally busted. Oh, well, good luck with that. I know that they like to pick the remaining flesh off the bones, so if you like to be flayed alive, then go right ahead. I won't stop you. It might be amusing to watch. Yeah, maybe we don't pretend to be dead bodies. I don't feel like being eaten alive. Um, so maybe extend that plan. I'm probably very tasty. I'm sure you are, but I feel like you don't want to be eaten. Yep. No, I don't. Not yet, at least. Uh, Asira, Maria, Elena de Umbra, Draconia, do you have... A, well, you'd said previously that you're going to cause a distraction. Do you believe that distraction could be enough to draw out all of the guards in that facility or most of them, perhaps? My dear, the only plan that I had in general was going to be I talk to Kyarlov and you get in. However, you do so is up to you. But I guess if you need assistance in figuring that out, I suppose I could offer some information. That would be very helpful. As you are all traveling on your way, very suddenly you just hear a small thud on your carriage, as if something just, like, struck it. Something, like, relatively large, about, like, the size of, like, a small rock. What was that? Oh, don't mind that. Probably some miscreant on the road. What? You mean we just ran over someone? Probably. You hear another thud as it seems to hit the side of your carriage. Was that also a person? This is very strange. Normally when we hit them, they stay down. Hold on one moment. She leans over and swings open the cabin door. As you swing open the cabin door, you see a small Desiriac uh, a few dozen yards back, and it's waving its arms to try <sighs> and get your attention. Run faster. I'm not stopping the carriage. The distance between her and the carriage continues to gain, but you do see she throws another rock at the carriage, and it seems to hit the roof this time. Oh, I'm going to kill that thing. Ah, well, uh, Miss Asira Maria Elena de Ambra Draconia, we can spare a few seats, can't we? What? Why did I just have an accent change? I don't know, I did. I don't know, ma'am, why did you have an accent change? Are you trying to make fun of my accent? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried to pronounce well, her name Why correctly. don't we just stop the carriage for a second and see what they want? Ugh, fine. She holds up her hand and makes the carriage stop. It suddenly jerks and comes to a halt with just the mere wave of her hand. And after but a few moments, the individual does manage to catch up with the carriage. 
and you all recognize her. For indeed, it is a her. It is the same little Desiriac girl which you met in town. Oh, oh, um, so, oh, I just got up with all of you. Uh, I heard you were going to cure Love's Manor. I have a request. If you go there, please try and find my papa. And she hands you a photo, Daniel. And it's a picture of... They all look the same because they they're the same. just they bug people yeah. to you. But it is uh... one tall, one medium, and one small Desiriac. Presumably the smallest one is the little girl and the tallest one is the father. And you see the only distinguishable difference is the presumed male Desiriac is wearing a vest, but he does have a flower in his right breast pocket. I haven't seen him for three years. It's been so long and I don't know if he's still alive, but Mama would like to know if he's okay. This is why you stopped us, you little creature. I am a Sira Maria Lena de Umbra Draconia, and you should know your place. I am short on time. We need to leave. Well, hey, if we find him, then we'll keep a lookout for him. He has a distinguishable flower. Can't be too bad. We do, we are on a time crunch. We have two days here, presumably. So, uh, yeah, we'll be on the lookout, little child. Don't worry, we'll find him. And if he's alive, we'll bring him back. You're coming back? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Actually. Uh, Coming back here? Here might be... Here was nice. They're little small children who give us flowers. Uh, how perfectly kind of you. But unfortunately for you, I have a feeling that coming back might prove quite difficult. Uh, I don't like how cryptic that sounds, but okay. Well, after all, we are going to be doing something that causes a bit of a stir. Yeah, I kind of had a feeling that might be a problem. After having said her piece, the little girl runs off back in the direction of town, and once again the carriage starts back up, leaving you once more to discuss your plans of infiltration. Yeah, I, I'd say uh, Sierra Maria Elena de Ambra da Conia could talk to the uh, other... The, the big guy. Yeah, the guy. The, the guy that we apparently don't want to get in a fight with. And then we just sneak past. Yeah, sneak past, like, there's, like, what, like, three, four guards? I suppose three or four guards could be a number you might assume. Maybe we should go higher. Oh, uh, like, what, six? Twenty? Higher. Fifty? Higher. Seven. Uh, how many people are How many people? Yeah, yeah, how many people are in the general vicinity of the base, you know? People? None. How many oh, okay. living creatures are in this building at any one given time, providing overwatch and guardsmanship? Living creatures, all right. Um, and how many dead, if we're being that literal? Yes. Uncountable. Wonderful. Uh, they, they, that, that's a good point, Daniel. They do serve a lich. So, uh, and they're literally holding dead bodies. So I don't know if they have the ability to resurrect anyone, but literally their entire cargo could be attacking us at any given point, I'd imagine. That is why discretion is advised. As Celia speaks up from the back of the carriage. She'd been silent up until now. I have a few things that may help us along. I have these earrings here, which will telepathically connect a couple of you. They have a limited range, however. They're only good for about 500 feet, but so long as you are within that range, you will be able to communicate with one another 
telepathically as if they were right next to you. Tell me I have to take these off, and I point to my earrings. Sal, you might die otherwise. It'll be a fashion statement, having one of each. Oh, thank God. Okay. You almost had me there, Celia. I'm serious. Okay, I... Okay, I didn't know you were, uh... A woman of taste. <laughs> Daniel, internally, is extremely frustrated and disappointed that Celia's use of fashion made Sao change his mind more so than the threat of death. Other than that, I can provide a few small tokens, though I myself will not be able to come with you. I can guide you via the usage of divination, but I will prefer to stay outside the compound. But, as we have all come to rely on our in-game mechanic teleportation, which does not seem to be overly useful in this plane of existence, I have for you all teleportation scrolls. Just open them, imbue some magic into the inscription, or read out the incantation. Think of a location you, you have seen recently, and you will be there in just a moment. It can get you out of a pinch, and it may very well be how we leave, but once you use them, more than likely, you will not be able to get back. So, basically... Use it sparingly, very sparingly. Only once. And don't think of anywhere that we otherwise might not go, because, um, yeah, I'm sure none of us want to spend more time than necessary down here. And lastly, seeing as you lot will be the ones directly finding her, my ring. And she takes the silver band and red ring off of her left hand, and holds it out to the three of you, Daniel, Sao, and Wilson, not knowing who would want to take it. Which uh, one of us are you proposing to? I'm proposing one of you takes the ring so you can find your compatriot. Oh, That's you the reason shouldn't why we Dan- Daniel's going to take the ring and put it on. This has been imbued with what little remains of her life essence from what we were able to find. Utilizing that, it should point directly to her, which may come in handy when navigating down there. Sarah has been surprisingly quiet and sitting over in the corner watching very carefully what the group is doing overall and judging. Anything you would like to add? Yes. Don't get caught and don't be seen. I feel like that's some pretty good yet obvious advice. I started with good as a compliment. You're welcome. She flashes her fangs in a smile. (laughs) Yes, well, perhaps we should discuss a quick plan before we get there. Uh, well, so so not acting like dead bodies. I don't want to get eaten. Well, you could. And then we could raise you from the dead, and then you would be undead. That doesn't sound nice. Daniel only has limited spells, so I would prefer to be living, but I don't want to waste Daniel's spells. So you could arguably kill one of us and then resurrect us using Daniel's spells, but I think that's a bad idea. I don't know how many spells let's heal. Also, reviving someone is incredibly iffy. costly. Well, also iffy. We don't know if it's going to work yet. Are you a necromancer? Hmm... She yes. looks very excited. It's a trick question, Daniel. It's a trick question. It's a trick question, Daniel. No. No, not really. I just happen to be able to use this spell that lets me revive people. Fascinating. Perhaps we can find other uses for you. But for now, we have one mission. Well, two missions. You find your friend, and I get what I want. Okay, but that, how does that help us, and how do we help you? Kind well, of, you know. By taking this corpse of your friend away from Kyarlov, it would look very bad for him when he sees Takarol, this coming meeting. Speaking of which, do we, do we know who that is? Like, do we know how they get there? Is there like some spooky ritual basement? Got a couple of those. There's a special place, a secret location. Oh, 
Well, it's secret. How do we find it? And, you know, well, I mean, you could follow after one of the transport vehicles that takes the bodies and corpses and treasures and trinkets to this location. Oh, great. Where, where, where do they come from? From inside the manor, mm. in the facility. Oh, the facilities, okay. Yes, it is an underground tunnel. Oh, where's the tunnel come out? That is a secret. Oh, that's also a secret. Yes. Well, hmm. I don't even know. Okay, well, that's not, not very helpful then. But, but thank you. Now we know we know what we're looking for. Unless you have the ability to see through the earth, I doubt you'd be able to actually, well, find the tunnel. Hey, you are talking to a official Eagle Scout here. You have no tunnel idea. expert. Wilson, she doesn't know what that is. I am the best tracker you have ever seen. Yeah. There's anyone that could find your secret tunnel. It's me. Yeah. Oh, yes. The best tracker I have ever seen. In my over 300 years of existence. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, me, me, me and Angus. Oh. Can you see in the dark without light? Yes. Yes, I can. I have a thing for that. Lies. <laughs> All right, I have a lantern so I can see with the light. What do I need to see without the light for? I have a lantern. Well, I've heard that there are some objects located in the underground areas that can be used to see through things. Perhaps through Earth, through people. Well, that would have been awesome. Where were those? Oh, oh, wait, are you talking about this thing? Yeah, 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 I got one. See, I can. <laughs> Aren't those just a pair of broken glasses? Uh, no, they can see things. Things. Indeed, in in the dark. Things and stuff. There's things and stuff. Stuff and things. Yep. Less she knows, the better. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like the more she knows, the more I'm going to get insulted. Ah, yes, well, congratulations. You may have a way to find the tunnel after all without having to go below the earth. Wonderful. Well, actually, no, is this the earth? Would she call it the earth? Without going below the shadow plane. <laughs> below the surface, maybe? Without going deeper into the surface. Daniel is now wondering how none of us have been killed by her yet, just out of sheer annoyance. I think she needs us, Daniel. Yeah. No, he's thinking Need? That. No. Okay, yeah, what? Also, also, wait, also, hold thinking. on, wait. Want? Mm. No. Need? Yes, unfortunately. You could say we are friends in that case. Asira Maria Elena de Ombra Draconia. Friends, you say? Friends. Yes, I have no friends. Wow, what a lonely I have servants. How do you live like that? How does that make you happy? Are you happy? Power makes me happy. Oh my god, you can have power and have friends, lady. Come on. Sorry. Asira Maria Draconia. Good save, good save, bud, good save. How about this? Uh, I, I can try and find the, the exit tunnel. That way, just in case they do try and do the transport, I can maybe intercept uh, the transport vehicle and uh, track it for you guys so you guys can catch up just in case we don't get there in time, right? Um, right. And then a double, double worst case scenario. You guys can just use the transport tunnel as an exit and I can meet you up there and then we can all leave from there. Yeah. That works. That, that works. works. Just all right, cool. So I'm standing on the surface and you guys are going in. <laughs> Yep. Are you a coward? No, uh, no, I actually, I have something for that. I'm quite good. He's a coward, isn't he? Nope. No, he's um, not. This is my friend Wilson here, my best friend, okay? I, thank, thank you, buddy. Best friends over here. I am more sort, uh, I am more uh, useful above ground. We'll say that. She flashes her fangs again. You fear the dark. 
I, I think he's just being wise about his chances of where he'll be best I, I've, got, I've got a horse. Horses don't do well underground. I don't know if you've noticed that. So uh, I'm going to play to my strengths here. Uh, and I'm going to stay above ground, do what I can do, which is track, and make sure that my party has a safe exit plan. I am the getaway driver. If this was a heist movie, I'm the getaway driver. What is a movie? It's a set of moving images with sound. It's like if you had a bunch of paintings, but there were like so many paintings and you flipped through them super, super fast that it seemed like the pictures were moving. Fascinating. You, there, blue thing. Yes. You can flip pages for me very quickly. Huh? She wants you to make a little doodle book where you flip pages. Okay. I have one right here. And then I flipped through I flipped through some notes in my in my book. This whole time I've been doing like weird little 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 skits of our adventures in between my uh, journal. Very crude drawings. Interesting yes. medium. But you see how they move, right? Yes. Cool. Are you impressed? Not impressed. <laughs> you oh, be. you think you could do it better? No. So I while we're enough. all saving our friend's life, that's if right. you wanna if you wanna occupy yourself here, maybe we can prove you wrong. You try to make something better than this. Sal. Sal. So you would rather I not distract Carlo? No, oh my god, I was kidding. No, Jesus no, please, Christ. Please, please distract Carlo. Yeah. Uh, how about we stop antagonizing him? Yeah, I was gonna say, maybe we shouldn't annoy the person who's helping us so graciously. Miss Draconia. Hopefully, uh, you will be able to assist us in this manner. Do you know how many various entrances or ways into the facility there may be? It may help us in locating plan. If there's any alternate path that may be seldom used, um, things like sewage or air ducts are generally good ways to sneak in undetected. Very interesting question. I would have to say that in all of the manner, there is probably... Very few locations that you could sneak through easily. There are about two that you can make your way through. One of them being a bit more difficult to get to, but would probably be the most beneficial. The other, a bit more simple, but may take more time. Your first option would be to go inside the manor. You'd have to get in first, but there is a special location inside of my brother's treasure room. It is this small, what they say, it is a dumbwaiter. It goes down deep into the underground facility onto the second floor in the barracks. It would lead you closer to the sorted storage facility where it is possible that your friend's body may be if it's already been sorted. Or perhaps if it is one of the things that Karlov has found favor in, he may have kept it for himself. It is truly something that you might have to think about. Was there anything on your friend that may have been of value? Didn't, didn't she have, like, magic guns and, like, a chest plate that made her fly? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she had, like, equipment worth, like, over 200,000 gold. Oh, then she is probably in a very special, secure location. Okay. Well, let's yeah, yeah, that's good go. to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that you know where to look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, go to just break into this incredibly powerful man's treasure room, which is Guns guarded blazing. by, like, hundreds of people. Yep. I, I don't know about the goods blazing portion. Uh, so... It, you said you know Kyarlov. Could we get you to, like, escort us into the manor under the guys that were, like, were your servants or something? <laughs> My servants? Actually, that might, that might work. Your other option would be to go find a river down far away that you'd have to travel through. As I said, a bit simpler, but much longer. 
to go through. Uh, how do you how do you boys feel about swimming? Oh, I'm great. I'm great, oh, fam. Right, that's true. Yeah, the fish man. We got I've been a fish waiting man. for this moment. Let's go. Yeah, that's fine. Daniel, you swim? I can swim. Yes. Well, if she hasn't been sorted yet, then she might be on the first floor of the facility. But if she has been already organized and sorted through, then she will be in one of the other storage locations or in Kyarlov's special Well, how do, is, it, is there a way of knowing whether or not she's been sorted yet? I have absolutely no idea. Yes, you do. I have an idea. <laughs> he would document it in his ledgers. But those are kept in his study in his manner. My brother has meticulous documentation of all of the comings and goings of valuables. But unfortunately for you, it would be in his study. And that is likely where I would be with him for a bit. It would probably be one of the most dangerous locations to go. Okay, so um, we have our options here. Pretty good, pretty good options. Uh, I'm going to be outside looking for the, the exit room, so you guys decide what you want to do. Okay, Daniel. Let's let's just uh, sneak past. Let's just sneak in, all right, through the side. Yeah, we're going to use the dumbwaiter. We're going to be crouched the whole time, okay? Yeah, we're going to get some squat workouts in on this one. I don't think that is going to work very well for you, but okay, if you think so, blue man. He's scary. Also, don't don't we have two days? So, like, we can try one attempt, and if it fails, uh, as long as we don't get caught, right, we could just, like, try the other thing. Yeah, so, like, sure. if we can't get into the room with the dumbwaiter, couldn't you guys just, like, double back, leave, and then go find the room? Okay, cast a door with Daniel. If get into the treasure room, okay? Take the dumbwaiter, okay? And then infiltrate the place. That, that sounds like a good plan. Sounds good. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Using Dimension Door to get into the treasure room negates, like, half of the movement and makes it easier, in theory at least. You see, as it appears as if Celia is concentrating on something. I fear that it may not be so simple. Oh, brother, what now? <laughs> Celia, it appears as if she is holding a crystal ball in her left hand, and it seems as if it is swirling. I have foreseen your trials. To enter the treasure room, you will need a key. It will not be something so easy to bypass. Fortunately, the key should be in Kyarlov's study, serendipitously where the ledges are, meaning two birds, one stone. You can have certainty of where Aleas' whereabouts are, and then obtain your means to accessing her. So how are we going to get there? Oh, great. Does any of you have the ability to make yourself invisible? Unfortunately, I don't. I do. Oh. I have invisibility. Should I just take both me and Daniel? Oh, I mean... Your people in that room, less risk. And if there is a problem... You may wish to find a way to conceal that goodness about you. (laughs) I am sorry. I don't (laughs) understand. She's saying... You're radiating a good aura due to your class, Daniel. It's quite disgusting, actually. Most any high-level necromancer, paladin, anything of the sort would be able to see your alignment more so than they could even see you. In pure dark, they would be able to detect something so common. What about me? Am I just so low on the totem pole that they don't even care if they see me? You have a... Remarkable ability of discretion. Remarkable. (laughs) (laughs) To be able to go unseen is not an easy task. Yes. Yes, it's not. 
Okay, let's do it. To be invisible, it takes some skill. As long as you don't attack anything, you should stay invisible for a good time. The other thing to note, though, invisibility only lessens one sense. Meaning, though you may not be able to be seen, you may be heard, smelled, or even felt, so be careful. Try not to bump into anyone. Make your footsteps as light as a feather. I can also cast Muffle Sound. The pair of you may just be able to pull this off, but it will take everything you have. Just so you know, Sal, Muffled Sound also means that you have a higher chance of failing a a spell with a verbal component to it. Okay. So, don't do that. Let's do this. Um, so, so... As long as Muffle's sound is active, just translating what he means, because uh, I know your your spellcasting uh, affluence isn't all there. Um, What's oof. that supposed to mean? While Muffle's sound is active, you will have a chance to fail your attempt at Dimension Door. And also, I assume that you are a singer of sorts? Yes, of course. I'm actually, uh, I play string instruments as well. You will not be able to. While under the effects of Daniel's spell. It'll be very hard not to, but okay. Well, let's hope you aren't attempting to perform a concert while sneaking into a militarized zone. Uh, Yes, 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 yes. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. Well, settle back, gentlemen. We have a short ride, but we are almost there. The courage has finally approached its destination, and before you stands an absolutely massive black stone gate standing about 30 feet tall, and you can hear that there are a large number of patrols running around. Sat atop the gate, you see that there are two large figures clad in black armor, and they pull a lever, and you hear as this giant metal gate heaves up, allowing your coach to approach and enter into the compound. Peering through either side of the doorways, you can see outside there seems to be ranks of soldiers in this compound, and the house itself before you even seems militarized. A tall and fortuitous multi-tiered manor made out of a sturdy black stone with shining metal support structures stands before you. Metal pillars support a second story overhanging terrace from which hang multiple black flags with a crimson red dragon. The same red hue is used for the curtains, which seem to obscure the inside of the building from view, though there is an exception. Straining your sight, peering all the way above, you can see a strange silhouette of a large humanoid figure standing behind a glass door on the second floor of the manor. It seems as though you have spot the silhouette, Whatever it was may have spotted you too, for upon moments of your carriage arriving, it is no longer there. And eventually, your carriage comes up to the front of this manor and stops. Ah, wonderful. It looks like you will be notified of our, oh well, of my arrival. So, uh, what are me and Celia doing here? Your carriage is going to, like, leave the compound and we're going to, like, right? Yes, I suppose that you should probably leave with the carriage. So how many many casts of invisibility do you have? I I have three casts of it, and each one lasts for 10 10 minutes, or 11 minutes. Okay, uh, so um, I feel like I should get that so I can leave, because I need to stay in here and find the tunnel, right? Yeah, okay, I'll I'll cast it on you, yeah. Yes, what about your horse? A wild stallion escaped into the fields, oh no. You mean being dragged on my carriage, which should have been drawn by a horse? It was pushing the carriage the entire time. <laughs> we did not think this through. 
We should have probably played this slightly better. So, uh, you should just cast it on me, and I'll just have Angus run off. It'll, it's yeah. fine. I, I think I should be able to outride pretty much anyone who doesn't anticipate it. Yeah. All right, cool. Ready? Yep. Invisibility! Oh, look at that. He's invisible. All right, uh, I'm, I'm going to open the carriage door. It's going to swing wide open. You can have, like, a grand exit, but, like, nice. oh, trons and trumpets, I'm just going to... Where did Wilson go? You made him invisible. Why are you asking? Shush. But it's so cool. Silence yourself. And so the carriage door opens, and Wilson tries to sneak out. And in a few seconds, you hear Angus braying heavily, panicked somewhat, and then you hear a couple of guards shouting as Angus then gallops away. Asira Maria Elena de Androdragonia. I have to say my whole name myself, you know how it is. Um, she pulls up her cloak from that she, that she had inside the wagon tucked away, and she actually puts it on to give herself some, like, decorum and authority. Mm-hmm. All right. Shall we begin? And she walks out of the carriage. Uh, so should I cast invisibility now? I guess, yeah. She's out of the carriage. Oh, oh yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess this is our job. But yeah, cast it on yourself and oh. myself. Oh, you just hear um her whisper back. Make it count. I'm I'm casting this spell on both me and Daniel, and uh, I guess now Daniel should cast muffle sound. So, now invisible and with your auditory sense being muffled, thanks to both of the combination of your spells, you likewise follow after Asira Draconia, and the carriage door shuts behind you and begins to pull itself off. As the lot of you three are standing there, but only everyone being able to perceive one, I am going to ask you guys to roll stealth checks, but you are at hilarious bonuses against sight-based, uh... Location determination. 46. Yeah, I think you're good. Add them numbers. 42. Nice. Almost as if you've faded out of existence, you stand aside from a Sierra Maria and go unnoticed by a series of various squadrons of marching soldiers, and eventually you see as there is a somewhat well-dressed but hunched-over individual who is almost walking on all fours, and they come up. The master has sent here. Please, come in. Oh, please, you know he did not sense. He was told. But very well. Right this way. She follows after him. And you see as this goblinoid creature... Uh, with pointed ears and pale skin is kind of like walking on all fours on the ground, but seems to be dressed in somewhat fancier attire, and it goes to reach with its hand and turns the doorknob as it creaks open, and you all are led into the mainstay of the manor. You've now entered the main hall of Kyarlov's mansion. It is wide and stretching on for about 50 feet before it even reaches a turn. You see this grand hallway supported by marble pillars and even what seems to be a marble floor with a lush, long red carpet running down it. But as of right now, only the servant has been guiding you and you see not your host. What is it that you would like to do? You can continue following him. Oh, yeah. We're just going to keep following them. Yeah, keep following. And also probably just looking around to see, like, and, you know, trying to keep track of where we are and stuff like that. You would know that their objective is up and to their right because they are attempting to get into Kyarlov's study. Who was given the earrings? 
Only their party. You never requested one. Okay. She will try to signal as if going into a stretch and point in the direction of the study. Okay. Um, are you attempting to stealth? Yeah. Okay. Or are you attempting to bluff that it is a stretch, in which case I would have them either roll perception yeah, or would, sense motive? it would be bluff. Okay. So you are going to bluff, and you two are going to roll sense motive for me. 27. 27 as well. Her bluff skill bonus is at 20. I have a 21. Oh, perfect. Gracefully just motioning in a direction with a, a, a gentle yawn, you kind of lift your arm up to the right and gesture faintly with one finger, which thankfully the boys are able to determine is guidance on their path and you giving them some form of direction as to where they should be going. Walking down this immense hallway, eventually you do hear what sound to be almost thunderous footsteps coming down the great hall, heavy and weighted in almost full-plate armor. You hear the metal collide with the stone floor. Dear sister, what has brought you here today? Hello, dear brother. It is so good to see you. It has been such a long time. And do you see who you would presume to be Kyarlov, coming down from the second floor of his manor. He is clad in a sterling black set of full-plate armor with a red flowing cape. He is absolutely enormous. The only person whose size you could compare him to is that of Grog's. I'm scared. He has pale white skin and slicked back black hair and he is has his hand on a sword by his waist as he is descending down the staircase with his other hand on the railing so what are this man's negatives for mobility is my question <laughs> alice <laughs> alice <laughs> so he is coming down a staircase which is on the right hand side but most notably he is currently not in his study, but he is kind of in between where you would have to go to get to the study. He's blocking us is the point. You could maybe sneak around him. There are a few feet in between him and the wall, uh, but you would have to be immensely close to him. Lovely. What is it? Why have you come to my estate? What? Can a sister not come and visit her dear brother? I actively try to avoid it. Wow, that is kind of hurtful. Wow, I'm actually hurt, yeah. <laughs> well, that is mildly painful, my dear brother. But I came to have a quiet discussion with you about something. A surprise. If there are two things I hate, it is the ambiguous nature of your statement and surprises. Not for you, dear brother, for mother. Fine. We shall go to my study. You know that there are sitting rooms elsewhere in the manor. Mm, okay. Your study is so stuffy, dear brother. Can't we go somewhere else? Every time I've come to visit, it is always the study, the study. I would like to at least see somewhere else in the manor. Ugh. Fine. But let's make this meeting brief. I have business to attend to. I can spare you. Five minutes. I shall indulge your odd behaviors. Only five minutes? Fine. I can work with that, my dear brother. We shall go to the west sitting room. And he makes his way off to the left-hand side, away from his study. 
down to the grand hall and motions for his sister to follow. And you can hear as he gets further and further away, peering down the hall, you see as the large individual's making his way and turns yet another corridor, though his thunderous footsteps seem to echo through the grand halls. You have about five minutes. Well, let's do this. Yeah, alrighty. We're gonna go Work up our to, way study. to the study. So, you guys walk up to the right, and you see that the, to the right of where you currently are, which is all of the information you were given by Asira Maria, there is a long hall with multiple doors. Mm-hmm. There's a long hall with multiple doors. So we don't know which one is the study, is what oh, you're do saying? do you? Okay. Um... <laughs> Knowledge local. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge local. <laughs> From your travels in the Shadow Plane, you recognize that. <laughs> you can roll, I guess, a knowledge nobility. Or, I don't know, what, like, dungeoneering? Like, I don't know. Just do nobility. Oh! Ah! <laughs> I got a... 27. Ooh, there you go. You have heard in your travels to the Shadow Realm. You can infer that this individual seems to be one of those nobles who is very strict, down to business, and does not like to waste time. Presumably, if his study was on this first floor, which you could gain that it is likely that it is, you would assume that it would be the room directly across from the staircase, which leads from the second floor downstairs. Perfect. (laughs) Making your way up to it. You find, however, that it is locked. I think that Daniel... Daniel, do you know how we could get past this door? Apparently keys don't work here. Apparently dimension door doesn't work here. Not that dimension door doesn't work here. It's just that it's a spell you need to speak. And because we're muffled, can kind of see where that might fail. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? You can try it. It's a 20% chance of failure, but you can try it. I don't like this. I've got my percentile dice ready right here. What if, how many? Go- Can I perception check around? Sure. Okay. 30. Peering around, you do not see that there are any personnel whatsoever. Outside of the goblin that came with you and led you in, you haven't seen anyone else inside the manor other than Kyarlov. Though you do remember and recall that there are a lot of people directly outside the building literal, almost like squadrons, enough to almost form a small army, exist outside in the general estate, but inside the manor itself, it seems quite vacant. But they wouldn't really hear me. That's the risk, my guy. Okay. Okay. You could roll a stealth check. I guess so. Sure, I'll roll a stealth check on Dimension Door. So, 18. Okay, wonderful. Quietly, under your breath, you whisper the incantation necessary. Are you attempting to just get yourself to the other side of the door or Daniel as well? Daniel's Daniel's probably going to tell him, like, just take yourself. I can stay out here and watch your back. Okay, yeah, just take myself then. Willing yourself to a very simple command, the other side of the door, you are able to successfully Ah, enter ah. the study. (laughs) Okay. However, uh, the small army is now immersed in here. <laughs> you find yourselves in a room of six liches. Um, oh, oh, so anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> I started blasting. That is how I will die. Having successfully snuck into the study, you find yourself now in a very lavished and organized room. 
a lush red carpet, very similar to the one outside, is well accented by the dark wood furniture and the stone walls. There are numerous bookshelves lining the walls to your left and right, and straight ahead of you is a large wooden desk with a lamp, ink, quill, and an open, thick, leather-bound book, behind which sits a red-cushioned chair. Opposite to the desk, on the wall from where the door is, where you entered, you see that there are paintings on either side of the doorway. Okay. And you know that you are looking for more or less two things. The key to the treasure room and the ledger to attempt to find out what fate has befallen your friend Elias and her corpse. Uh, can I perception check to see if I can find either a key or any sort of ledgers? I, I want to look specifically in the desk area. Okay. Um, I'm assuming there are drawers as well. There are drawers on the desk as you go up. I can give you that much information for free, but please do roll a perception check for about everything else. 29. Phenomenal. Looking through the book that is on his desk, you can determine that this may be the ledger you seek. It appears to be in a language which you do not recognize. Knowledge. If you would att- if you would like to attempt this, you may attempt a linguistics check. Or if you have any spells, comprehend languages is one I would accept. <laughs> okay. I hastily try to decipher the code. Um, I'm going to telepathically communicate to Daniel. Daniel, there's some language here I don't understand. Do you have any ability in figuring it out? Yeah, I can translate. Do you want me to come and open the door? As long as you are able to lock it and get back out so it doesn't look suspicious, sure. Isn't it just a, the opposite of the motion that it takes to unlock it? You normally cannot lock a door from outside of it without a key. No, I'm currently in the door. Correct. Oh, so well, how, how, are you, how are you going to get out of the room? Yeah, isn't there, is there not like a little unlock thing? There is. Yeah, so yes. you can unlock the door, what but how Dan- are you going to relock the door? What Daniel's trying... Get Daniel in and then lock it. Okay, now so how are both okay, of you getting how- out? Unlock it and we both go. Okay, and now okay. how are you relocking it? Close the door. It doesn't automatically lock it. <laughs> 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 or you could just not care about the suspicion. It's up to you. No, I don't care about the suspicion. <laughs> You're, you are on a, on a crunch time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, I, I don't have the time to care about this suspicion. Okay. okay, our friend is in danger. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. I'm going to unlock the door, get Daniel in, close it. You bring Daniel in? I guess so. Or, I mean, I could switch with Daniel. Daniel, do you want to switch? I could switch with you as well. Oh, like, he stands guard. Yeah, I'll stand guard. And you Yeah, explore. that sounds good. Okay, switch. I need you to roll a stealth check for me to see how quietly you can unlatch and open this door. Actually, wait a minute. Or Daniel, Daniel, come come back in. <laughs> Daniel, come back. Wait, hold up, 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 hold up. If I if I stand outside, if we if we're both there, can't we just both dimension door out of there? Time is of the essence, I will can say. Can I GM you could dimension door both of you out of there, but then that would use another spell slot of yours. Yeah, I have three I have three level four spells. That is 100% up to you, however you would like to do it. Cool. Okay, bring Daniel in. I still do need you to roll a stealth check to open the door without being seen. I get the plus four for muffled stuff, right? Uh, No, because muffled sound is affecting you, not the door. Eleven. (laughs) Okay. You open the door successfully and you allow Daniel into the study. I don't pass it. I saw you roll a 20. (laughs) I saw you roll a 20. 20. Okay, fine. You get the perception check, Daniel. 31. You see before you the same scene that I described to Sal, the very 
lavished but well-organized study lies before you, and you see that there really isn't too much in here except for a few chairs, one behind the desk, some sitting around, the, the paintings, the bookshelves, and the desk before you itself. But you do see that Sao is holding in his hand the ledger. I'm going to grab the ledger, open it up, and start reading through it to see if I can find Elias's name. Do you have any points in linguistics? Yeah, um, <laughs> he has I have 10 ranks in linguistics. Okay, so you know 10 languages, and then you get an additional language per point of your int modifier. So, Daniel, uh, this is normally something you do during character creation or when you put ranks in linguistics, but I need you to go through and tell me what 16 languages you know. How many languages are there? A lot. What, what is your total linguistics skill? I have 22 in it. That's, that's pretty good. We will bypass uh, you selecting all your languages for now, and I will just have you roll a linguistics check because the chance of you failing is low. You would have to roll a two or a one. What are the odds? Is it a two or a one? It's, it's a, a one. one. It's a one. It's a uh, this is unfortunately not one of the languages you know. And the chances of you having selected this in character selection is relatively low. Okay, so I guess you just... Uh, what do we do now? <laughs> uh, parsing through, you can see that Elias's name is on the ledger, but you cannot make heads or tails of the information regarding can what I, they have done with her. Can I try? <laughs> sure. Can I roll a linguistics You can attempt check? to beat my DC 15 linguistics check. Yes. What do I add to that? Your linguistics skill. Yo. Do you have any points in linguistics? I, I meant to say DC 25. Oh, okay, well. Okay, okay. Why do you suck? <laughs> do it again. Do it again. He didn't see it. Yay. Keep that one. <laughs> do either of you have any spells which enable you to read languages you do not know? Have you prepared them? Yes. You did prepare it. What yes. spell did you prepare? Comprehend languages. You can cast it. Oh, yeah, we. Congratulations. Though your vast and immense knowledge has failed you, with your frustration, you cast Comprehend Languages. And finally, it's all coming together now. You can tell that this cryptic language is Necril. The language of the undead. Everyone's favorite Okay, yeah, language. I would have literally never guessed that. <laughs> Necril. I'll actually, uh, <laughs> written, written in Necril language. <laughs> you can tell that Elias's body and stuff has been set aside. So her body is actually scheduled to be given out as an offering the following evening. So not this evening, you have a day, but the following evening it will be sent out, which means if you are not able to get it before 6 p.m. the following day, you have a little over 24 hours to obtain this before it would be offered to the Lich, Takarov. Does it say where the body is currently being held? It is being held on the second sub-level of the facilities, and conveniently enough, everything is wonderfully alphabetized. All of her belongings, however, were of immense value, including both of her pistols as well as her armor. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So, so... Can we take the dumbwaiter down there? Also, wait, perception check the room for a key. Sure. Go ahead, roll another perception check for me. Can I also perception check yeah, for a key? Yeah, you can join him. 22. What you got, Daniel? 24. Between the two of you, searching through the desk drawers, most of them appear strangely empty, and there wasn't really anything on top of the desk itself either, except for a few spare papers here and there. But as you feel around amidst the ruffling and papers and clinking of glass ink bottles, you hear a distinct metallic clink 
of a small metal object in one of the desk drawers, but you do not see anything. It's an invisible one. Detect magic. Sets motive on that key. <laughs> Detect magic reveals no magical signature in the drawer itself. Can can you attempt to pick it up? Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to attempt to pick it up. <laughs> Stirring through, uh, it takes you some time, but the more you hear it, you can definitely tell that there's clearly something there. Fishing around for a while, pushing aside the papers, quills, and bottles of ink, eventually you find the source. There is, in fact, a small ornate golden key with a dragon head on it, decorated with veins of a rare metal which you recall to be azurite. azurite. Yeah. Which seems to shroud the key in shade. Conveniently in my notes, I don't know who wrote it there. But uh, whoever did must have done a really good job. The key and ledger in hand. Daniel is also looking around while Sal is doing this, and he sees a few things. Roll a perception check for me. Let me let me let me see what you see, because Mohit was digging around for the key. It took it took you about a minute or two. So this whole thing, you've been here for about two or three minutes now. Twenty-one. So there are a couple of things you could potentially see. There are the paintings on the wall, and there are the bookshelves on the sides of the wall. Uh, would you have taken a particular interest in either of them? Maybe the bookshelves. Okay. Looking across the bookshelves, you can see that there is a thin layer of dust along most all of these. And I say most all of these because there is one book that is sticking out slightly and seems to have been recently withdrawn and has been moved about. It's a book with a tattered black leather binding, more unkempt than the ledger. It seems like the sides are almost jagged, tattered, and torn. Like, this is something very old. Uh, Sal, just so you know, we have been here for two minutes of the muffling and the invisibility due to our limited time, so if we want to get Elias today, we better hop to it. Yeah, let's go. Uh, so you're... What all are you leaving with, and how are you leaving? I'm taking the key. Okay. Are you taking the ledger, Daniel? We already understand what's on it. We know that her items are in the treasure room. She's on the second sub-level. She's being shipped out tomorrow night at 6 p.m. as an offering to the lich, Carl. <laughs> Tackerall, yes. <laughs> Close enough. Tackerall. I don't think there's any reason we need the ledger, so okay. I'm just going to leave there's, it. There's one, but I, well, we're going to leave it. We're, I'm just... There's that, there's that lady's, there's that little girl's dad who's probably on there, but like... I do not care. I don't care. I do not I don't care. care. She's lived this long enough without him. <laughs> I'm sure she's fine. Okay. <laughs> Get them, boys. Savages. Uh, um, no, it was more just, I don't care, child. Like, I have more important things to worry about. Like, my life. Yes. Seeing as you have moved the ledger, I do require you to roll a sleight of hand check to put the book back on the desk without seeming as if anyone had touched can it. Can I aid another? Sure. Both of you wait, can wait, both wait. roll your sleight of hand check. Is it a train skill as well? Yes. Yes, oh. it is. Oh, it is? So I'm aiding another. Eight. Oh, it is a very uh, trained skill. If neither of you have a rank in it, you cannot roll it. Oh, never mind. So you can leave the ledger back on the desk. Well, it's less... Uh, obvious that something is wrong than if we just took it, so I'll take it. Not. That was very... Well, leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I was well, like... Well, leave it. <laughs> Sorry, that was incredibly unclear of me. All right. So? So the door is currently locked, right? You opened it and unlocked... Well, you unlocked it and opened it for Daniel to come in. 
<laughs> you never told me you closed it and relocked it. Would you have made me roll a stealth I'm, check for it? <laughs> yes, so I would have made good. you roll another stealth check. Okay, so in order door. to make it seem like the door was locked, I mean, our option is to close it, cast Dimension Door to get out of there, but we really don't have the time, so like... You have time. Okay, fine. It's, it's been like three minutes at this close point. Close it. Okay, so I'm going to close it and then try to lock it. Okay, roll stealth, please. If you're attempting to do it quietly. Yeah, uh, 14, and I get no bonus from the muffled. You do not. Yeah, so your okay. total in, in total is 14? Yeah. With dice all in all? Okay. Daniel, did you did you get above a 10? Yes, I got a 17. Wonderful. So with a 16, you're attempting to close, lock, and latch this door. You've closed and latched the door. Congratulations. All right, now we cast Dimension Door out of there. Let's do it. All right, I get to roll to see if it fails. You still have 20% chance for that. <laughs> you are so lucky. I rolled a 24. Wow. Because it has to be below 20, so it was wow. very close. <laughs> wow. Wow, we were. Successfully, both of you materialize on the other side of the door, and you are now once again in Kyarlov's manor. Now we have like two minutes here, so where are we going again? Dumbwaiter. Dumbwaiter. Let's to go, go to down dumbwaiter. to the second yeah. sub-level. We're going to the dumbwaiter. All right, so where do you go? To the dumbwaiter. Where's the dumbwaiter? The dumbwaiter. Daniel knows this. Daniel, where's the dumbwaiter? <laughs> Can I knowledge nobility to see where the dumbwaiter is? I'll allow you a perception <laughs> check for me. It's 12. Can he also roll perception? Can Daniel Dang, also roll, roll perception? perception to see if, so remember, you are looking for the treasure room. And, and he should get a bonus because he actually remembered what a dumbwaiter does. <laughs> Roll your perception, Daniel. See if you can find the treasure room. Do it, Daniel. Come on. Do it, Daniel. We have like a minute left. I'm sorry. I'm just dying of laughter over here. Just give me a moment, please. Do it, Daniel. Yes. 27. Hey. DC 25. DC 25. I, I, I am. It's DC 25. Daniel, do you have any points in knowledge and ability? I'll, no. I'll let, no? Okay. No. Because <laughs> no. I, I feel like it should be a knowledge and ability because it isn't. It's unfair for me to ask you to roll perception because it's not something you can see within your immediate field of vision. It is something that you would have to figure out the layout of the house. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Knowledge engineering because a house is an engineered object. And I have knowledge and ability, and we can okay. So you can work use your together. same. You can use your same base dice roll and apply your knowledge engineering, and you can roll knowledge nobility. And between the two of you, you may attempt to figure out where this may be. 35. Sorry, yeah, 18 on knowledge nobility. Okay. Between the two of you, you are able to infer something about this individual and also about the structural integrity. Uh, generally, if you were to keep a treasure vault, you would want to keep it somewhere safe. And when you wish to keep things safe, you normally wish to keep them close. We're, we're just very smart. You okay. are both very intellectual individuals. Yeah. Um, hopefully is, that helps it is, it is like my highest stat by 10 points. <laughs> So, you infer that if there was a man keeping a treasure room, he'd like to keep it close to him. And in doing so, he may keep it close to where he sleeps, which would be on the second floor. So, okay. if you locate the master bedroom, you may be able to also locate where the treasure room may lie. So, let's go on the second floor. Right. Roll stealth for me. You do get all of your invisibility and muffled bonuses. <laughs> one's one's uh, okay, right? What? Nothing. He, he rolled 25. <laughs> You cannot crit fail on skill checks. Okay, so it's 20. So wait, wait, we get a muffled bonus and then plus the stealth. Correct. Sorry, 31. <laughs> there there ain't okay. no way. Cool, yeah. You should be good. Daniel, what did you get? I rolled a 10, meaning I got 34. Wonderful. The two of you are able to quite nimbly make your way up this lush 
circular staircase which leads you up to the second floor of his manor. Though you have reached an impasse. Once again, it is the question. Where? East or West Wing? All right, save deal. (laughs) You feel a telepathic touch on your mind, similar to when you are communicating. Yes. And you hear Celia's voice. West. Okay, we're going to go west. (laughs) To the West Wing. Making your way to the West Wing, you go down a long hallway, and it appears as if there are multiple sets of doors. There are about six, to be precise. Though there is one at the end of the hallway, which seems a bit grander than the rest. All right, yeah, it's probably that one. It's probably that one. It's probably that one. All right. So, there, there, there's a big door in front of Hello, you. Hello, violin. Yes. Okay. Are you uh, swinging it wide open, barging in, kicking it down? What are we doing? I have one more cast of Dimension door left. Uh, the door is unlocked, if that makes you... Oh, okay, uh, let's go ahead. Uh, no. Perception check first. Perception check. Yes, of course. Well, how stupid of me to just... Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Roll perception check. 18. 24. Uh, so you can actually hear the conversation faintly of Kyarlov and Asira downstairs as they are directly beneath you, as they are also in the West Wing. So you can assume that the sitting room is somewhere beneath his bedroom. And you could perhaps infer that if you could hear them, if you are not careful, they may be able to hear you. But other than that, a uh, door looks like a door. It's Gucci. unlocked. Yeah. You good? Gucci fam. It doesn't right. appear as if any, you can't hear anyone on the other side of the door, so it doesn't seem like anyone else is in the bedroom. Okay, cool. Unless it's like, I don't know, like a He's pet gonna, or something. So I'm going to telepathically communicate with how he said. I'll say, if we're not really careful about this, our cover may be entirely blown. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Also, like, what happens if he hears the dumbwaiter? He's going <laughs> to, he might question what's going on. Yeah, that one of the earrings really should have gone with the, uh... <laughs> Wait a minute. We might just be able to scale down the ropes. Daniel, I have the, Daniel. I have this spell called Silence. I think we can cast it on the dumbwaiter, and we can go down no problemo. Brilliant idea. Cool. All right. But after that, just know that I only have two casts of invisibility left, that... and we're probably going to need it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just make this count. And... So you are before the door to the master bedroom. So, so we're just going to very carefully open the door and go through. Roll stealth checks. 23, but do we get... 15. You were able to gingerly turn the handle and, without making a creak, slowly open the door and enter into this very large master bedroom. There is a gigantic king-sized bed with a very lush red comforter, dark wooden frame, large carpet, which seems to be like almost a bear-like creature pelt, but it is uh, much larger than any bear you have ever seen. There is also a fireplace, uh, but most notably, there is a solid gold door. Yeah, that's probably it. In the one corner. I would think that's the treasure yeah, that, that, room. that's probably the, yeah. Approaching, you see that this is a massive set of pure golden double doors, which seem to open inward. With an intricately designed gold dragon on either side, and the two dragons facing one another, meeting at the center, where the two doors meet. And you notice that the claws of the dragons interlace, where you can see their fingers are slightly blocking the keyhole. Uh, and is there, there is a key, right? Yeah. You do have There's the a keyhole, key, but yeah. the keyhole seems 
flocked by the talons of these dragons. Huh. I wrote a puzzle. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you have uh, about a, a minute left uh, in the conversation that Kyarlov, who is a presumably punctual man, said that he would give his sister. Okay. And after that, you have no idea where he would go or what he He's might He's probably buy. coming here. Okay. Um... Uh, uh, it's a puzzle. Okay, what what are the puzzle pieces? You said there's a dragon or something. So there, there are two dragons, uh-huh. one on either door, and both of their talons are meeting, interlacing around the keyhole, both forming it, but also somewhat blocking it. But you do have a key. Okay, so, so logically speaking, we probably have to do something with these dragons or whatever they are. Yeah, to, to face them away from the... So maybe pull or push on something. Yeah. Uh, so you guys go and you try. I am literally never confident around you when you say. Wait, which one has the key? By the way, you do. Okay. So key, are yeah. like each one of you going up to an, a dragon individually to try and push and pull on them? Yeah. yeah. Though, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can I roll a knowledge engineering? Engineering. Check? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And I'll roll a knowledge and Um, I will. All I noble people have. Because <laughs> clearly, this is something that all nobles have. <laughs> Uh, so now at 15 plus 22 is a 37. Okay, yeah, yeah, that works, yeah. This is stupid. This door makes you uncomfortable, Daniel. I, I really thought you were going to say something else, but okay. <laughs> because from what you can see, this door does not seem to function or even have a single mechanism. You do not see a hinge. You do not see a lever. You do not see a latch. In the keyhole, you do not see a pin. Detect magic. Sal, however, detecting magic, you can see that there is a very strong magical aura placed upon this door. In fact, not only one, but multiple magical signatures. Okay, so, uh, Daniel, this thing is, like, heavily magical. Approaching it to further inspect it, though, Sal, with the key on your person, as you get closer, you see... A faint red glow begins to appear above the dragons in the frame of the door. It appears almost as if it is text, but it seems runic and shifting, as if the text is constantly changing. In fact, it is, and it keeps changing between multiple different languages, which makes it possible for almost anyone to read, as it says, If in the language of the dead one speaks... So the dragon enters the vault. Okay, yeah, yeah, this is a Daniel thing. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> I have a riddle for my puzzle. Oh! Very Lord of the Rings, but I, I like it. Okay, so I basically have to speak something in... So I, I will message you the riddle so you can read it. I think Necril was the undead? Yes, yeah. yes it was Necril. Okay, so we have to say something to open this door. I don't see how that's a play on words in anything. If in the language of the dead one speaks, so the dragon enters the vault. Perfect silence. Yeah. I think he meant Necril. If it was a riddle, that would be a pretty good answer, I'm just saying. So, as you are messing around with this vault door, you do begin to hear heavy footsteps as if the conversation is moving. You and I both know that no one knows the date of our mother's birth. How could we possibly throw a surprise party? And what a ludicrous and completely superfluous idea is this? Who throws parties? She is in ancient Draconia. 
over thousands of years old. Why does she need to celebrate the passing of one more? I heard it was something that the surface dwellers did. I thought it was very interesting. She might enjoy it. You know that she has been stuck all the way at home in the castle without anyone there for a while. Sure, you can go visit her and throw your party of the surface dwellers. No, my dear brother, but you are her favorite. Ugh, what do you expect me to come? Oh, business as well. Good. I hate small talk. I will. What do you want me to talk about? The weather? It's bleak. It's dreary. Like every other day. It doesn't have to be, though. Well, what do you suppose? I don't know. Have you found anything interesting in your horde or whatnot? Ugh. Would you like me to show you the vault? Why, yes. What if there is something there that we... Mother might find something that she likes there. Perhaps we could give her something. And as you two are working upstairs, you hear heavy footsteps approaching you. Okay, so did we hear much of that? Can I? Well, a perception check. Yeah, okay. He is a very loud speaker. 28. 34. Daniel. Uh, actually, both Daniel and Ash, you are both able to quite clearly hear his intention to coming to his vault. You have... As long as it takes for him to leisurely walk to his office, grab his key, and then walk to his bedroom, which is about a minute or two. So, do we speak Necro or do we speak Draconi? So, so, if we don't get that key back there, back into his study, we are utterly boned. I'm just gonna put the key in the hole. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The, the keyhole is blocked by the dragon's talons, and you are unable to put it all the way in the hole. It doesn't seem to like be able to actually go in hardly at all. But as you get nearer to the door, the text above the door frame with the riddle glows even brighter. Only dead people can enter. If in the language of the dead one speaks, so the dragon enters the The vault. dead don't speak. The dead... Oh, it... it the dead speak. The language of the dead is Necril. Okay, do you know how to speak Necril? No. Exactly. Neither of us do, so we have one shot here. Okay? So why are you putting the key? Or because I... Pure silence. Pure silence. Okay, what if we try to imitate bug people? <laughs> Stop wasting time. Okay. Put the key back in his study. As yeah. you attempt to... Uh, okay, I'm putting the key back in the study. No, don't finish okay. that sentence. I'm putting the key back in the study. <laughs> As you... uh began trying to say something you see as the dragon's eyes began to raise slightly but you see that they have clear diamond eyes but one of them flashes red and you see as their talons grasp tighter around the keyhole as if closing in and they seem to not like that answer you see that one of the four eyes of the two dragons so two two eyes per dragon four eyes in total one of the eyes now right. glows red okay Oh my god, I literally have no idea what to do. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, well, put it back. Put it back. Okay. Otherwise, he's gonna All right. be like, well, I, got, I gotta put it at the study then. Alrighty, I'm gonna go back to this. To this. Oh, no. They're going to the study too. Yeah. We're gonna have a powwow. Well, no, because I only have one cast of Dimension Door left. Or, no, I don't have two. Sorry, two casts of Dimension Door left. We, do, we, use, the, we use the dumb waiter, right? Uh, Daniel. Uh, you feel Celia telepathically message you once more. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Celia. The last line is the key. The last line is the key? The last line of... Enter? Enter. So the dragon enters the vault. 
If the language of the dead one speaks, so the dragon enters the vault. Dragon enters the vault is the key. A vault. Dragon enters the vault. You see as another eye grows a bright red as you speak an incorrect phrase. This is some BS answer. I know for a fact it's going to be like, you shouldn't have spoken at all because dragons don't speak. They screech and you should have (laughs) just done that instead. (laughs) <laughs> and, then, and then we're going to be like, oh, wow, Quentin. And then, it's not as hard as you think. It probably isn't. That's the part that bothers me. <laughs> if it was an actually hard puzzle, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, right? Uh, think about the children. Shut up. Uh, Daniel, <laughs> roll a linguistics check, and I can give you a hint regarding the riddle. Okay, if he fails, can I roll knowledge of linguistics? Okay, so I rolled 40. Piecing the uh, puzzle pieces together. And having read a little bit of Necril your, uh, yourself recently, you are able to piece together with your vast linguistic knowledge, and you start piecing together some phrases in Necril, and you start thinking about what the answer could be. If in the language of the dead one speaks, maybe more of a directive. So it's telling you, obviously, to speak in the language of the dead, and if the last line is the key... Oh, it's written on the key. Oh, my. Either that or... The last line is the key. Either that or... And the first line is a directive. So I have to say, so the dragon enters the vault in Necril. With your linguistics check and your recent uh, brief uh, encounter with Necril, uh, you are able to piece together and... I say, so the dragon enters the vault in whatever the heck Necril sounds like. Thanks, thanks, Mohit. You ruined the amazing. No, I'm kidding. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do it again. Actually, actually, I have something for you to say. If you want to say it, in that oh, he actually speaks it. Oh, you actually yeah, were I, speaking I, it? No, she is. Not. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You can go ahead and say that if you want. That's here Latin. we go. Here we go. in draconis intrat firmamentum. That's pretty epic. It's the language of the dead. A dead language. Oh! Latin. I would have also accepted if you said it in Latin or just said, I speak it in Latin. You wouldn't have had to have known Necril. You could be like, language of the dead, a dead language. Latin's a dead language. Let me say this in Latin. I would have accepted that too. It's uh, ideo in draconis intrat firmamentum. And as you speak this phrase in Necril or Latin, you notice that the red from the dragon's eyes fade and they grow a brilliant white as the door begins to open and it seems as if the dragons themselves move and flow into the vault and before you stands an absolutely radiant sight an absolutely massive hoard of treasure cool and you hear footsteps coming upstairs uh i'm going can i roll a perception check to see if i can find the dead uh, the dumb waiter i almost called it a dead waiter oh uh, yeah go ahead roll a perception check i'll also roll a perception absolutely 20 32 uh daniel uh you are able to expertly see that the dumb waiter does appear to just be on the opposite side of the room from you it appears to have its own small little um compartment and cubby uh mohit you are just absolutely baffled and almost dazzled by everything that's around you there is literally this is a r- entire like 30 foot room the floor just scattered and littered with mountains of gold you literally have to walk across gold in order to get to your destination okay i'm going to grab sal by the shoulder and point at the dumbwaiter and okay. be like let's go and right then, now right, let's go let's go let's go so we're just gonna run and then when we it. get close i'm gonna cast silence 
on it. Yes. O- on the, on, on the, dumb the dumb waiter. On the dumb waiter, Quinton. <laughs> that's fine. No, that's fine. Um, you hear as footsteps are coming up to the stairs behind you now, but as you're running through, you see numerous things. There's coins littering everywhere, ornate gold boxes. It seems like swords and hammers, uh, and they seem to have some magic inscriptions on them. Scrolls, everything uh, your wildest dreams could desire is here Wouldn't that be you. fun? Let's move on. <laughs> Bypassing all of it, you both open the hatch to the dumbwaiter and notice that only one person could fit inside at a time. It is not an elevator. This is meant only to send up objects. It can go down and it can go up, but only one person could go down or up at a time. Right. Okay. So here's the deal. Uh, I have invisibility, so I can cast that on myself uh, and I could just live in the treasure roof. <laughs> uh, I, I, mm. Daniel, we'll say that you're going down the dumbwaiter per Mohit's um revelation that he can cast silence and invisibility on himself and he could theoretically hide in the treasure hoard for quite some while uh, so he is suggesting that you go down you realize that you left the door to the vault open and that is immensely incriminating if someone were to come up here and see their treasure vault door open that would be suspicious i'm gonna close the vault door with daniel Entering into the dumb waiter, while Sal hurriedly closes the vault doors behind him, you hear as it grates shut and it seals with the talons once more. And from your understanding, you should have the only key. <laughs> but um, Sal is unfortunately realizing that uh, this now is a very one-way path because there is no keyhole inside. Okay, so the two of us have to go down the dumb waiter. That's the only way. So Daniel, having gotten in the dumbwaiter, so having cast silence on it, you can very clearly see that there is a button which just has a down arrow. Mm-hmm. Pressing that, Daniel begins to descend, with Sal left in the treasure hoard. And that is where we will end it for this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd. Thank you, foundlings, for listening to this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd. We're so glad that you decided to join us. We are getting ready to head into our season finale next episode, actually. So we hope you stay tuned and you follow along to the finale of this season, which is season three. Woo! I could repeat myself all day long, you know, just dance in circles. But also, really quick before I move on, I want to give a real big thank you and shout out to Michael Gelfi and Will Savino, who's with Music D20, for providing a lot of the ambiance and music that we used in today's episode. Please go and check them out and support them because they're amazing artists and we love them very much. All right. So, Foundlings, you know the drill. If you guys haven't already done so, please consider going and leaving a review for us on Podchaser, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast, and you can leave a rating and a review because that really does help us out. And if you want, you can always send us an email at info at missingroleplayerfound.com if you're interested in getting in contact with us. You can also reach us through Discord, where that link is in the description below. You can join us on our Discord where we chat, we hang out, we talk about the podcast. And also, we have a general hello channel where everyone just kind of says hi, and then we disappear for a while. You know, that's kind of how it goes. It's a really chill place, so you better come and hang out with us because we'd love to have you. And don't forget, if you want to support us in other ways, you can always go to our website at missingroleplayerfound.com. That's missing, R-O-L-L, playerfound.com, and pick up some of our merchandise where we have hats, stickers, t-shirts, and more. So consider going there and uh, picking up a really nice shirt because we got some cool ones. Or you can always go to our Patreon, 
That link is also in the description below, or you can go to bit.ly forward slash support MRPF, and you can donate monthly to the podcast and help us with maintaining equipment, the website, you know, producing episodes and all that kind of stuff. And also just let us know that we're doing a really good job and you've been enjoying things. But you know what, guys? If you can't support us in monetary ways, consider, you know, besides the donation part, you can always just tell a friend, encourage other people to listen to us because you know what? We're all part of one big family. And well, we're a small family, but we could always be bigger. Yeah, that's how it goes, foundlings. All right. Thank you so much again for listening. And we will see you next, next week with another episode of Sorter Online Odd. Bye. Bye. Bye.